now for the next episode of Letters from Home, sending encouragement to your doorstep by capturing the heartbeat of God's people one story at a time. Today's guest is Alicia Myers. She and her husband Josh have been married for two years. They live in Linwood where she is nannying and going back to school and he's working at a restaurant. They currently attend North Creek in Everett where they help with youth ministries. I've known Alicia for six years. She has blossomed from a shy teenager to someone who God is using in a big way to impact many young marrieds and teens on social media and in her community. Her life inspires me and I think it will you too. Alicia. Thank you so much for coming. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for having me. When I when I think of you, Alicia, I think of what a blessing you are. And when I see you on Instagram, I just see how God's using you to affect so many teenagers on such important topics. Also, just you share a lot of real things like with about your husband or just things you're going through or maybe how you're not feeling well. And it just lifts me up every time I see what you're doing. So how did your high school years... The start of high school was hard for me because I knew about God, but I didn't know who he was. Mm -hmm. And I had kind of put him on the back burner because I had been really hurt just by people. And I was seeking love and fulfillment in places where I could never find them. And it really took me hitting rock bottom for me Mm -hmm. um, before I was like, okay, this isn't working. I'm never going to find love in boys or material things. Yes. And so it really took me getting to that place where I had to cry out to God to have my heart open. And it was just his perfect timing because like that same week, I had a friend reach out to me and invite me to go to her youth group. Hmm. And that was really the start for me. I went to youth group with her and even though I had no idea what the pastor was saying and <laughs> the worship song sounded weird, I really grew there and I kept going and that's where I learned about who God is. I learned about the Bible and from there that really shaped my relationship with God. You know, I remember that's where I met you because you, yeah. we were kind of new to the church and you and Josiah we're friends and I just remember being so thankful thinking oh Josiah's got this little core group of friends Mm -hmm. that are super solid and you know what I also know life is hard because we all have things that we're going through in high school I don't think it's easy Mm -hmm. for anyone like you said you you know had all these things going on Mm -hmm. as you progressed along high school growing growing in your faith you know what was meaningful to you at that part of your life the church i went to really taught me how to read the bible and how to study it and i'm so thankful for that i think it was hard for me at first because i was one of the newer believers in the youth group and i felt so like everyone knows everything and i know oh, nothing yeah. mm-hmm. and It was hard not to compare myself, and it was also hard to feel like, wow, I have so much work to do. People know God this much, and I only know Him this much. And so it almost started to become, like reading my Bible and praying felt more like a to-do list and a checklist than a relationship. That is so easy to do. This is at Alderwood, Mm Futurette. I'm also thankful that's one of the reasons we went there is because it seems like the kids all enjoyed opening the word of God yeah. and reading it. So no, that's a great thing 
But also there can be the, you know, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not measuring up. Right. Everyone's ahead of me. Yeah. And. And you ended up, didn't you end up being a leader as a high school student? Yeah. I was part of student leadership and that was huge for me. Yeah, no, you were a great leader. I know you were a great leader to Eden and many other girls. I'm so thankful for girls who are willing to reach out to other teens. Such a blessing. Thank you. I I enjoyed being a leader, but a lot of times I felt like I was striving so much. Hmm. Unintentionally, I feel like my faith had become workspace because I felt oh, like... Yeah. If I don't do X, Y, and Z, God won't love me as much. I felt like he was always mad at me. And even though, you know, we were taught that God is forgiving and God loves you and his grace covers you, it really took me a few years before I fully understood that and for it to become not just something I told myself, but to become a reality and to become heart knowledge. Well, it's pretty good if at your age you have a, a pretty decent understanding of God's love. And it is, man, it's such a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for a long time, I just felt like God was mad at me. And I had to go through these motions to make sure that he still loved me. And he hadn't given up on me. It wasn't until I left for college and I met my now husband that I really started to grasp the love of God and what it means for God to look at you and to not see your sins, but to see Jesus's holiness in you. And that became a reality for me when I left. I think because I was away from my family, I was away from my church, and I was really experiencing Jesus for myself one-on-one. And that's right. So you were raised in the Seattle area, and you went to Biola, right, in California? Yes, only for a semester, but... (laughs) Hey, just long enough to meet Josh, right? Yeah. God is so good. Yes. He knows just what you need. Exactly. You know, I have actually the same experience with with love with my husband. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I didn't understand that piece about God until I saw being married to my husband and how patient. I mean, he's a human. I'm sure Josh is a human too. (laughs) They have their flaws. But one thing Mike's very strong in is just that unconditional love. And it took me a couple of years. I think if I would say the greatest thing I've learned from my husband is the love of God. Mm -hmm. I think that's a pretty good thing. Definitely. We're blessed to have that because, you know, there's, I got my own flaws too, but having Mike be strong in that department has just been the greatest blessing to me being his wife. Absolutely. So you've been married two years almost, and that's been quite a transition for you. So Josh and I got married when we were 20 and 21, which is very young from the world standard. It was kind of a whirlwind for me because we, when we got married, it was our first time living together. We had been long distance because Josh was still in college in California and I was here in Washington. So for most of our relationship, we were long distance. And so not only were we newly married, newly living together, but we were like in person all the time for the first time in years (laughs) and so it was all a really big adjustment yes I I remember that same thing being on honeymoon it's like 
being around so many people for a lot of my life and then it's like oh it's just us and thankfully we we enjoy the time but Mm -hmm. there is kind of an adjustment and I guess where's Josh's faith at or you know how did how did that play into your relationship and what what drew you to him Hmm. so I met Josh when I was 17 actually um, I met him when I was just touring Biola. Oh, you did? Yeah. You met him on tour? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I met him when I was 17, and I was touring, and he was a sophomore at the time, and we just, we kept in touch, and what really drew me to him was the way he pursued me. I wasn't in really, like, any serious relationship in high school, but I had a couple guys who had kind of pursued me, but I had never really been pursued in a godly way. But I had told Josh from the beginning that it wasn't a good time for me to be in a relationship and that I needed him to be okay with that. And I had kind of thought like, okay, he's going to give up on me in a day (laughs) because we had only known each other. We met that one day and then I went back home to Washington and he stayed in California And I didn't expect him to actually pursue me, but he did. And I told him, like, I just feel like I can't even talk to you on a regular basis because I know that God has called me to focus on my relationship with him. And if we keep talking, I'm going to fall for you. And I know that that's being disobedient for where I'm at right now. But he was understanding, and even though I thought he would give up, he didn't. Instead, he wrote me letters, and we Skyped once a month, and (laughs) we did that for a year. Also, I just know that the Lord has really led you to minister to teenagers on, and, and many on social media and I was wondering how that came about. Yeah, so I I've always loved writing specifically and my husband works in the evenings and I work during the days, so I have a lot of evenings to myself and I've always found writing to be so therapeutic and I've always loved Is it more like journaling or topics or what what does your writing look like? I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I love to share what's on my heart. I love when other women share what they're learning because it just reminds you that, oh, hey, someone else is going through that too. It reminds you that you're not alone. And so I love writing kind of like devotionals almost, but more personal. Like I love sharing things about what I'm learning in my faith, in marriage, whatever that may be, because I know that I'm so encouraged when other people share what they're learning that I'm sure other people will be encouraged too. And that's what I've seen. Yes, for sure. I see. So I was picturing you writing in like a little notebook or something like journal, but it's more you're saying you write in the evening. So you'll start start like a little Instagram post about things you're thinking about through the day or what you're learning, that kind of a thing. Yeah, I journal too. And then, or I have topics I'll write down of things I oh. want to talk about. And then I'll make them into an Instagram post. That's great. No, and you have, I know I've written that to you multiple times as I've read your reflections. God's given you such wisdom, whether it's about marriage and what you're learning or beauty tips or 
how you're feeling. I know your health has been touched. You have health that you struggle with at times. And I love when you post a little something about that. Thank you. Yeah, I just like to share as I'm going because I don't know everything and I'm always learning. But I just, I think it's good to share what you're learning to encourage others and to let other people know that they're not alone. So what? So you started posting mm-hmm. and just writing like little things that were on your heart and kind of how did that progress? Or Because I know it's more of a ministry now. How did it go from just you sharing what you're thinking to more of a ministry? It really started after we got married. Um, like I shared, writing has always been so therapeutic for me. And so after we got married, like... Once a month or a couple times a month, I would just share something I was learning and I would get so much feedback from other women and other wives and I realized... Like in the comments or personal DMs or something. Yeah, in the Mm -hmm. comments and in messages and I realized that this was something that was bigger than myself and I realized what an impact it was having on other women. I thought I was just sharing something and... Maybe it would reach a couple people, but I've realized that it's so important and it's so impactful. And I've had women message me saying, thank you for being so real. It's refreshing to see someone talk about these things. And so I just feel such a strong calling from God to continue to share because I think as women, we can feel so alone, but we're not alone. Yeah, and so once I realized the impact that it was having, I've just continued to share as the Lord prompts me to, and He's really blessed me in that and created a community of women and wives. That's so great. What are some of the biggest topics that you've found response to or or maybe the things that you're most passionate about posting about? Yeah, I think I found um, the biggest response on things about faith, whether that's about insecurity, trusting Mm -hmm. the Lord in hard seasons, living life in a joyful way, even when things are hard, like with my health, I shared about that recently. Um, I opened up about my chronic illness and I had a lot of responses from people, not just sharing encouraging words, but saying, I have a chronic illness too. Thank you so much for sharing and offering hope. That's so great. I I remember when you posted that and I just thought how lovely that the Lord is using you just in this way just to share your struggle in a positive, I mean, a positive way, but it's not easy. I think I've also seen, so you do like little uh, videos? Sometimes, yeah. So when you do like a little, what is it called? Is it like a video clip when you, uh, the live part on Instagram? Or I sound like a dodo bird now. but (laughs) It's called a story. (laughs) A story. Okay. So the Instagram story Mm -hmm. section, that's something that I've seen your your Instagram story kind of grow over the last couple months where it was just a little something Mm -hmm. at first and now you'll do surveys or, you know, like post like, okay, here's my bad hair day, yo. <laughs> this is it. And I feel like awful. This is my third cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And you kind of continue. I think that has been so encouraging when you post the real thing. So how does the story part work for you or what? That's something God has actually really been challenging me with. 
I feel like I'm a much better writer than I am a talker and I hate being on video (laughs) (laughs) because I mean writing is one thing but stories are intimidating and you only get 30 seconds to talk oh so you have to like keep everything in and sometimes you have to record the same thing like five times (laughs) but it's something that God has been challenging me with because I've had quite a few people tell me that they like when I do videos and talk about these topics. And so I try to do it, but it's not easy for me. But when I do make stories, I kind of like to talk about either something that's on my heart or if I post something, I might, on my Instagram, I might do like a sum up of it in a story. So I like to do something I write and then something short on video oh, that for a more great. personal touch. Yes, that's really good. And it it takes quite a bit of time, but I'm, it's, it's so worth it. How have you seen it impact teenagers? Of course, keeping people's privacy and all that. <laughs> How have you seen yeah. it impact teenagers? So when I first started writing um, and it started to make an impact, I was challenged by God to not only write on Instagram and to not only influence on Instagram, but to really, just like his word says, to go out and preach the gospel and to meet with people. Because internet ministry is great, but I felt that he was challenging me to go a step further. And so he laid youth ministry on my heart, which is something I've always loved. And Shortly after I started youth ministry, I realized that it was my youth girls who were really being impacted by what I was sharing on there. That's so great. And I, is it Canyon Park? Or no, what, what's your church that you... Canyon Creek Church. Canyon Creek and Everett. Yes. Right? I love how that shifted from you reaching people online and starting to meet with them and thinking, wow, maybe I should meet with people in person and so you're Mm -hmm. uh, also a high school leader at your church yeah um i love ministering to high school girls in person and it's been amazing to see the impact that i have on them with what i share online too really yeah originally um i had hoped that i could write to other young wives and it would be more of a marriage ministry but i saw that or once I saw that what I was sharing really impacted my youth girls, they would come up to me on Wednesdays and be like, thank you so much for sharing that. I loved what you said and I found it so relatable or what you said really helped me with this. I realized that I was having such a big impact on them and that my writing really affected them more than anything. That's so great. I bet that also was in your heart too while you're writing, thinking about your audience. So you kind of shifted from marriage to more reaching teens or are you still kind of doing all of that? I'm kind of doing both, but instead of just focusing on marriage, I'm focusing on more general topics and my heart went from just young wives to women in general and I think about now when I write what are things I wish I knew when I was a teenager that no one told me or what do I wish I knew before I got married or before I went to college or 
things I wish I knew as a young believer. Oh, that's that's so great. I would you mind sharing what are a couple things you wish you knew before you got married? Yeah. Um, I wish I knew how important it was to take care of myself. I think True. I think it's so emphasized to serve others, which is so important, but you can't pour from an empty cup. You will burn out and it's so important to take care of yourself, not just like you know, when we hear self-care, we think bubble baths and chocolate, <laughs> but that's not, that may be part of it, but more than anything, like taking time each day to read the word, to pray, to meet your physical needs, because I learned the hard way that if I'm not doing that, then Josh will get my leftovers and he won't get my very best. And that's what I want to give him, not me at the end of the day feeling frazzled and empty true true that's a really good perspective um you also said there's things that you wish you would have known before being a teenager and I think one thing I realized is that my mom's like well why didn't you just ask me I I just didn't think of it sometimes I'm sure your mom would have been great with all these (laughs) things too uh she's a good mama but what what do you think you wish you would have known as a teenager or something probably mostly about trusting God, but just believing that even if it doesn't make sense, that God has a purpose for it and that you may not understand right now, but that he really will make it come full circle and everything that happens to you matters. And just, I guess, about trusting him in the unknown, because especially in high school, you're going through so much. You have college on the horizon and there's a lot of uncertainties. There's a lot of uncertainties and I know so many insecurities. Right. I'm not good enough and competition. Yeah. And I think a growing thing, which you also mentioned earlier, is about feeling alone. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think so many girls and boys are out there feeling alone. Yeah. So I really love that you have the Lord has raised up your ministry to be not only online, but also in person as he leads you with some people on Instagram and with the girls that you have in your circle. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love how God's using you that way. So what's on the horizon for you? Are there uh, other aspirations that you have as far as reaching people? So I'm in a place right now where I'm not exactly sure what's next because I have a lot going on in my personal life. So my first priority right now is definitely on um, the Lord, my relationship with Him, my health, my marriage, also about building up community for myself. So really I'm focused on that, but I love writing and I love this ministry that God is raising up. Um, But for now, I think I'll continue to write and do stories as the Lord prompts me to. Someday I would love to do more speaking. I'm not exactly sure what that looks like. Maybe a YouTube, maybe a podcast, or maybe in person. I'm not sure, but that's kind of what's on my heart right now. Well, I think you have some great things to share. My life verse is Psalm 9-2, which says, I will be filled with joy because of you. And I think that life isn't easy like we talked about there's lots of ups and downs but that verse always reminds me that 
no matter what is going on, I can be full of joy because of Jesus, because I trust him, because I know that he has good plans for my life. I don't have to, you know, live in a constant state of fear. I can live in faith. I can live joyful and just take life as it comes. Absolutely. Alicia, you inspire me in so many ways. I love hearing what you're doing and I love that you push through all the hard parts. Thank you. And um, I just, uh, when I think of you, I just think of Proverbs 4.18. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until the full day. And I know God's going to keep using you through health, through marriage, trials and blessings and joy as you're listening to him to guide you along to even greater things. Thank you. Here is your P.S. Some extras about our guest. Ready for some questions? Yeah. What is your favorite time of day and why? I would say mid-morning. Waking up early is too much of a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I try, but it doesn't usually happen. Um, So I would say mid-morning because I'm waking up and I love reading my Bible and having a big cup of coffee or two in the Uh, morning. (laughs) That's awesome. What is your most recent beauty fail? Definitely this haircut, getting it cut at Grey Cliff. Oh, great clips. I yeah, think it looks cute. In the back, though, they cut it really short, saying oh, it no. was layers. <gasps> oh. <laughs> so it just looks kind of uneven. One time, Hannah got her hair cut in middle school for mm-hmm. locks of love. Oh. Okay, a middle school girl, and they cut it, and it was about... It was more higher than a bob in the back. Like, it stuck oh, straight no. out because she has wavy hair, and she's like... Oh, well, Mom, I was so proud of wow. her just for just having that attitude because I would have been mortified. Right. But it looks great. <laughs> a bad habit. Definitely mindlessly scrolling on social media when I'm stressed or don't want to do something. Oh, yes. All the bright colors and happy faces mm-hmm. and pretty pictures. <laughs> yep. I make myself busy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you have a pet peeve? Um, I really dislike loud chewing. <laughs> me too um i don't like when people are passive aggressive i like people just telling me how it is Ooh, <laughs> i bet your husband appreciates that i wasn't always direct he taught me how to be oh he did good <laughs> definitely well least favorite chore cleaning the bathroom me too but i cleaned <laughs> this morning i know it smelled good oh thank you <laughs> uh, three beauty secrets One would be safe beauty products are essential. Nothing with parabens or chemicals because that can cause all sorts of health problems. Um, Another one would be, oh, always wash your face, take your makeup off, and then moisturize every day. Your face ideally twice a day and then your body once a day. Those are good tips. And you know what? Your skin looks amazing. So uh, I'm going to listen to those tips. (laughs) I thank my mama for that. (laughs) Your favorite season? Fall. Definitely fall. Me too. I love the pumpkins and Mm -hmm. the cool weather. And there's just something so homey about being inside. Yeah, definitely. And we got married, I think, like the fourth day of fall. 
So every fall now when like the leaves start turning and when it starts to cool down, we reminisce about our wedding and it's fun. That's awesome. That's two two years ago? Yeah, on October 1st, it will be two years. Congratulations. It's coming up. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I know that you nanny. What do you love about nannying? I love how personal it is. I love that I can connect with kids in a unique way and... I love just being able to help the mom and be a part of their everyday life, not just their teacher. What would you like every teenage girl to know? I would like them to know that life may feel confusing and it may not make a lot of sense and it might be hard right now, but that God is using it all for a purpose that um, they'll understand later. Like nothing is ever a waste. Like, he's going to use it for a reason. He's going to use it as a testimony to encourage other believers and to just trust him in the process. What could you say to parents who are having a hard time figuring out their teens? I would say that you may not understand why your teens are acting a certain way or what they're thinking, but try to be patient and understanding. It's so important to stick to your biblical values and to make sure that your kids are being respectful. But at the same time, they need to know that you'll always love them and always be there for them. Because if that's not clear to them, then they will hide and they'll do things that aren't good for them even more. So it's important that I think parents can be a safe place for them. If you could buy one item for your house, what would it be? A puppy. A puppy. (laughs) I don't know if that counts, but... (laughs) Oh, totally. What kind? Do we have a dream puppy in our heart? A puppy pug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pugs are just a beautiful thing. I mean... (laughs) They're so ugly. They're cute. They're so cute. (laughs) What is something you love about your husband, Josh? I love that um, he always can make me smile and laugh, even if I'm having a hard day or even when I'm mad at him. He just, I can't help but smile. (laughs) He, yeah, he's amazing and he really lives out what it means to have the joy of the Lord as your strength. What has been your biggest adjustment to being married? I think just finding the balance between it all, between being newly married, work life, ministry, health, friends, just having a healthy balance of all of it because when I first got married it felt like a lot. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, it's it's an adjustment for sure. Your current favorite Instagram accounts that you like to follow and why? I love following Jordan Lee Dooley and Soul Scripts. She's a writer and a blogger, and she has a ton of great resources for faith, marriage, fitness, food, blogging. Jordan Lee Dooley is her personal account, and then Soul Scripts is the community that has all the resources. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so it's just been really encouraging and helpful in so many different areas. One is where she shares more so about, like, what she's learning mm-hmm. and marriage and faith or she'll just post fun pictures but then soul scripts has evolved into like a community so now she has like a team of staff members and they oh. have guest bloggers huh. and it's like here's this five-day fitness plan things like that so more resources 
And she has something called She Refined and like Sisterhood that you can sign up for to do Bible studies with other girls. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't didn't know that. So she probably has a team of people running the other one. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's so great. Yeah. I like to follow some Christian ladies that I'm inspired by. Christine Kane. Mm -hmm. She is a really godly lady who's my age, who's just this amazing evangelist. And I just like reading about her and I try and keep in mind that her life isn't perfect right. even though she runs every day and it's <laughs> it's just crazy yeah. amazing life I'm um, I also really like this one I don't know if I told you about it but it's niche I don't know that n-i-t-c-h and it just posts like old kind of black and white Hollywood pictures mm-hmm. or or some famous person and quotes, quotes that I've never read, real, really deep quotes about them. And it's it's really inspiring to me. I like history also. You see, I, if I feel like I get put in a different generation for mm. a little bit. And it, I do like things. Of course, I have my lighthearted fun stuff too. But those are things that make me think. Yeah, that's really cool. What is one thing you wish you could change about social media? Social media can be more of like a highlight reel. And so I wish that... I don't mind the highlight reel because it's nice to post fun photos, but at the same time, it would be nice if people would also post like more real, thoughtful content as well. Agreed. And it's hard to know how to do that. I know as a mom, I think I can't really post my kid having a bad moment. Right. Because I don't think my teenager wants Mm -hmm. me showing their messy room, which I have thought of doing (laughs) in highlighted bright colors. (laughs) No, I, w- I wouldn't want to. I respect my, my kid and the relationship. But it is it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's easy to compare. And when you only see, like, the good moments, then you think, oh, well, their life is perfect and my life is a mess. Yes, or all <laughs> those girls are best friends. And right. I'll, I'll just never be one of the cool kids in that group. I'm just, just kind of off on the fringe. Right. <laughs> you so can feel like that. Yeah. yeah, and so it's so refreshing when someone posts something that's not just fun but they share their heart that's so encouraging yes or and I do like to post like hair fails or yes. just super bad <laughs> days where I'm like okay I just you know once I was eating breakfast and I I just walked down the steps and I dumped my whole bowl of oh no on the blinds all the shit I don't oh, know no. it looked like it was 20 cups of yogurt <laughs> and it was so you know those kind of things are yeah. fun to post but <laughs> And I love reading about those too. We laughing about everyone's foibles. Yes, uh, is also cool. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel human. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love about social media? I love how it connects us to people literally all over the world. Like I feel like I have Instagram friends, even though I've never met them before. And I love being able to encourage and be encouraged by sisters in Christ who I wouldn't know otherwise. That's great. I I haven't had that experience yet. What I like about social media and for me, why I do it is mm-hmm. I love stopping to smell the roses and just yeah. celebrating the good moments of my day. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a gift. So I like to, to pause and share that with others. So yeah. I get so blessed by reading everyone else's little moments, mm-hmm. especially when I know their life and yeah. some of the hard things. And then I think, oh, look at that beautiful trip they just had. Or, yeah. oh, look at that teenager who they're having a hard time with Mm -hmm. in that beautiful smile in that picture it can be super uplifting I love that perspective what do you what characteristic do you love most about God and why I love that he's our father 
how faithful he is and how even if we're not faithful to him, he'll always be faithful to us. It's that unconditional love. What are you most looking forward to about heaven? Most looking forward to no more pain, no more sorrow, just being with Jesus and everything being made new. In Revelation 21, it talks about heaven and verse 4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more, Mm -hmm. nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away and I I can't wait to get to heaven as well. This wraps up another story of how our great God is at work in our hearts and in our world. To find out more about Alicia and this podcast, follow Letters From Home on Instagram. 2 Corinthians 3.3 And you show that you are a letter from Christ, delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Until next time, go in peace. Thanks for listening. We just wanted to take a minute to let you know that just like you and your family, Purposely is also part of a family, the Krista Family of Ministries. Krista helps kids and teens learn and grow in their faith at King Schools and Miracle Ranch Camp. And Krista shares Jesus with people in the poorest, most remote places through world concern. Krista Senior Living is a community of love and care, and Krista Media is a place of hope on the radio. God is changing lives through these five ministries, and Krista is on mission to share the good news of Jesus. To learn more, visit krista.org.